Hey, everybody, how are you? Now, we're not getting started just yet, uh, but a couple things I wanted to mention. Uh, we're expecting our talent incoming here very momentarily. As people are continuing to filter in, this is a very full room. And my friend Leslie in the back, let's hear it for Leslie and the crew. Yes. Uh, if you do have seats next to you, as you see people walking up, walking past, looking for a seat, please be a good neighbor and let them know that they can come and sit next to you because we're all here to make new friends, right? Everybody having a good Megacon so far? How many of you, is this, uh, is this your first day here at the show? All right. Everybody here all the way through tomorrow? Excellent. Anybody excited about Jody Benson? I assume you are. I mean, you're dressed as the Little Mermaid, so, I mean, naturally. We've actually moved her into a bigger room, a.k.a. this room, tomorrow at noon. So same time, just much bigger room, because we know that a lot of you are going to come out and see her. Uh, we've, got, we've got some fun surprises planned for that one tomorrow. Uh, what else are, are people uh, going to see, going to do today? What are you doing? Sing along. What are you doing? The Shadowcast. Very good. What else? Merch. Buying merch, just rabid consumerism. What are you doing today? This, but also the Shadowcast. You'll, you, Catherine Tate. You're doing Catherine Tate? There are children in the room, ma'am. All right, so we are going to get started here in just a few minutes. Sit tight for us. Everybody's excited. Everybody, everybody feels like they can bottle the energy that they've got. They're really excited to see all the crystal gems, and I guess Steven, too. All right, good. We are going to get started here in just a minute, and I'll be back. Thank you, everybody.
Good afternoon, MegaCon Orlando. How are you? You hear the extra volume in my voice, so you know we're actually getting off to the races. Everybody excited for what we're going to do here today? Now, I need your help, all of you, you thousand people that I'm looking at right here in this room. We've got a lot of talent. You see a lot of chairs. We've got a lot of talent backstage. We need to really properly give them an Orlando welcome. Do you think we can do that? I feel like the best way to do that would be with a song, and I have a feeling that everybody in this room knows a particular song that might just help goose this, uh, this murderer's row of talent out onto the stage. Do you, do you think we can, we can do this a cappella, everybody? Excellent. Lots of chorus students like myself out, out in the crowd. So I'll count us off one, two, three, and we'll go into the theme song. Sound good? All right, ready. One, two, three. We are Ladies and gentlemen, the cast of Steven Universe, Estelle, Michaela Dietz, Didi Magno, Zach Callison. Hi. You guys filled this place up. So much Carl's Jr. representation. You know, we've got, a, we've got a, a spare chair down there at the end. Oh, oh that's Who funny. could that be for? Oh, no. Could it be for Rose Quartz? Let's hear it for Susan Egan, everybody. Hi. I can feel from this audience you guys are excited, as excited as I am. Now, we have two microphones right there in the audience for you guys to line up, ask your questions. I've got a couple for them to get us off to the races, but I want to make sure that we make this about you guys out there. A couple quick notes, just as a warning, we are probably going to cover some spoilers if you have not seen the last episode. Is everybody what? okay with that? What? Is everybody okay with that? Okay. Okay. We want to make sure, we want to make sure that, 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 again, this is about you guys. So if, if it looks like we're going into spoiler territory, I think, I think we can probably be good enough to each other so that people can plug their ears if they need to. The other thing is when we do uh, end the panel, we're going to need everybody to exit to your left through those doors because we got to rotate the room and get it ready for the Twisted Tunes reading. So to get things off to the races, lots of people out here, big fans of Steven Universe, lots of kids out here in the audience growing up with Steven Universe. To, to the panel, uh, in, in whatever order you want to jump in, I'm curious about cartoons, stuff that you grew up with that were really meaningful to you, something that was, that was formatively influential for you. Uh, we're in the home of Disney, Orlando. I don't know if Disney cartoons were a big thing for any of you. Oh, look at that. Hand goes up in the air. Oh, oh yeah. Growing up watching all of the Disney uh, movies, um, you know, Little Mermaid. Cinderella was my favorite, um, and I loved Cinderella's voice. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up watching all of those Disney, Disney shows. And then, I don't know if you remember, like, the Care Bears and Rain, Rainbow Bride and Strawberry Shortcake, Robotech, no? That's the beauty of the conventions, because no matter how obscure the show is, you're going to get a woo from somebody yeah. in the audience. <laughs> we know our stuff. Gummy Bears. Bouncing what? here and there and everywhere. Hey, High adventure that's beyond compare. We are, are the they are the gummy bears. bears. Yes. Wow. Magic mystery are part of their history. It's true. It's it is. true fact. Just try like naming like a random show that doesn't exist and like see if you can get a <laughs> You guys remember Alpha Attack? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, I grew up on like early 2K uh, Cartoon Network, actually. Um, and some PBS kids as well, but um, Codename Kids Next Door, all-time favorite. Um, Powerpuff Girls, Dexters, Billy and Mandy. Wait, wait, Zach, Zach, Courage. Zach. You mentioned Powerpuff Girls. Who's your favorite Powerpuff Girl? You had to have a favorite, right? Mm, I'm going Buttercup. Boom! <laughs> Bubbles is adorable, but Buttercup is... She bad. You, you like the smart ones. Yeah. I like it. She's an action hero. I think it's the haircut. Oh, it's gonna be okay. 
Oh, because there's a baby? The baby. Did you hear the baby? Yes. Which way to the baby war? Yeah. Which way to the baby war? <laughs> oh. Five okay. gems and a baby. Oh. Animated content? That was the question? Yeah, animated stuff. What, what oh, cartoons yeah. were you into? Well, I liked, I liked Doug. Because um, Patty Mayonnaise is so cool. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, Jim. Oh, Jim! That was a truly, truly, truly outrageous show. Truly outrageous. And then Family Guy, because, like, yeah. she's yeah. funny. A He-Man. Yeah. No? Hey, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, no? I hear he's an American. G.I. Joe, a very, very, very masculine cartoon that had a very musical theater intro theme song. It totally did. It really did. It? Yeah. I, I, I expected people to be high kicking. My connection with the old 80s G.I. Joe is the YouTube redubs. <laughs> Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> it's okay. Once a so the things that I liked were reruns when I was watching them. I'm not that old, but I really like the old school stuff, whether it's like Jetsons or Flintstones or Warner Brothers. Um, and and I, I love the Animaniacs. Um, yeah. So anything that had that edgy humor that worked on two levels, like kids liked it for one reason, but then it was hilarious when Bugs was cross-dressing, you know. <laughs> I liked it. Now, as a, as a very energetic group, uh, something that is much less common in voiceover, I've found, is group recording. How often do you actually get to record all in the same room, or, or is it pretty rare? I mean, as often as we, we possibly can. Um, I find myself doing a lot of solo records just because, um, you know, when, when I'm in every episode, so it's a lot of times there's, there's like side plot lines that go different places, and they, like, maybe I'm just doing an episode with guest actors, and they're recording from somewhere else. But when all of us are in an episode together, we try our best to, to do it because it, it really breeds a lot of creativity and, um, and chemistry. And we wouldn't be as, as close as a cast, I don't think, had, had that not been um, yeah. insisted upon by Rebecca and the team from the beginning. So I, I'm a huge fan of them. We can't always do them, but we really make an effort to do it often. When you're in the booth together, uh, when you have the opportunity to crack each other up, to ad lib a bit, to go a little bit crazy, how, how crazy does it get with this group? Uh, because I, there, there, I think it there, depends if Michaela's in there. Yeah, I was about to say, Michaela feels like the agent of chaos. Why does everybody say that? I feel like. I mean, evidence. That's why. Evidence. Evidence <laughs> proving it. I feel like Dee Dee consistently cracks everybody up. But it's because yeah. like it's that. a reflection yeah. of you. <laughs> I'm simply a reflection of she you. She learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> Things really got uh, like like really crazy in the booth once Shelby joined the show. Yeah. And she was with us on a regular basis. Oh, and when Charlene records. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Ruby, goodness. Navy, Ivy. No, what are they all called? Uh, wait. Navy, eyeball, army, uh, army. Help. Leggy. Yeah. Okay, so I think it was Hit the Diamond. It was just me and Charlene in the booth. And she's playing like, what, no, seven rooms or something? Dad, it, I was there. It was. Oh. Wait, it, was it the one that wasn't at Cartoon Dad. Network? There, yeah. was, there was a session we did. Okay, the, it, it, yeah. there wasn't a lot of us there. And Charlene was doing all these Ruby voices at once. And it, it was, I mean,. She was like huffing and puffing and like getting herself out of breath, but then like, oh, no, no, let's do it again. And then would like do the line, pause, do another line, and basically doing a scene with herself while we occasionally chime in. And yeah, you know something about that. Oh, well, Steven and the Stevens. <laughs> I related to her in that moment. Um, but yeah, she's, she's hysterical whenever she works. Now, one of the aspects of the world of animation that I think a lot of the audience don't necessarily have as much of an appreciation for is the role of voice directors. Uh, and you, you work with a voice director on this, you work with a voice director on any project you work on. Uh, names like, uh, you know, the, the great names over history, Gordon Hunt, Andrea Romano. Uh, what, what is it that you have learned from working with different voice directors in animation? Have you found, have you found ways to, uh, to find your way to, to what they're looking for faster? It, has it been a technique thing that you picked up from, uh, from them? You know, what, what, what have voice directors done for you as performers? I most definitely appreciate 
having Kent Osborne, and even Ooh. Rebecca to, um, being being there to guide us because I know that, so we're, we're reading the script and we see the storyboard on the screen. So we're, we're, we're looking at the, sometimes I'm looking at the lines because I just don't remember, like, you know, I have don't, you know, memorize. <laughs> so, um, so I'm looking at the lines and I, and I don't see the expression that Pearl has on her face. And so oftentimes they say, oh, can you look at the picture and see, could, you know, do that voice. You know, so so I, and I also I'll deliver a line and maybe I don't quite get the message out that they had in their head, you know, that that voice or that sound that they had in their head. So I am so appreciative of the direction when it comes to specific storytelling. Uh, can I expand on that? Yes. Steven Universe is highly unusual in the way that the directors work. Um, I lean on our directors, Kent and now mostly Rebecca. For, for the show three times as much as I do for any other show because we, we don't, our scripts don't have stage directions. We're operating purely off the storyboards and they're all very specific and intentional um, because that's, you know, that's how they keep the, the, show, um, the show's narrative so tight when you only have 11 minutes to put it on screen. So we, like Steven is a show where we don't have a ton of room for improv and that's okay. And there's, there's a very specific vision of, of what, um, what they want because it's, it's a brilliant vision and we, we have to do our best to, um, to go with that. And I, I've learned a lot from that style, um, more on like a, a writing and narrative basis. Mm. Um, and comparing that to my experience with, with traditional animation, I was, I've been able to work with Andrea Romano and my, my number one hero in all of voice acting is Charlie Adler. Um, who he, I've taken his classes, we've worked together on a couple shows and um, it's, he has a totally different approach than that. He, he doesn't, he doesn't like seeing the storyboards. He wants the stage direction. He wants to be purely here and nowhere but here. Um, and I, mean, I, I learned so much from him just like, like swearing me out in this crazy high-pitched voice about like, you need to stop caring so much. <laughs> just, just do the lines. Um, he's, he's, he's a legend for sure. Um, it's just interesting to have that dichotomy of two different, completely different experiences and there's a lot of new ways to do it um, as opposed to the traditional animation experience. I think also, especially for my character who comes and goes, and mostly goes, but every so often is there, <laughs> I, um, I'm really reliant upon whoever's directing that episode because I, the episodes preceding the episode I'm recording haven't yet aired. I'm, I'm not caught up in the story. Didi and I had breakfast this morning and we were talking about what we know ahead of time and what we don't know ahead of time, but that they have known all along the creators and the directors have known all along. And so line readings, even if we, the actors, don't know where the story is going 50 episodes prior, they always knew where things were headed and so they would need us to emphasize things that we would not have known otherwise needed that emphasis. Um, and then sometimes there's just, you know, things, I've, I've been really lucky, I worked with um, John and Ron at Disney and um, they just play off of each other and you know, it's, you'll read a line, they're like, that's great, now read it like there's a fish down your shop. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sense memory of all those days when I had a you know, salmon down my blouse. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, but that's what makes animation so much fun is that there are these, it's, it's boundless and it could be anything. And we are stuck in this really technical booth with equipment and it is up to the directors to paint that picture in our heads so that we can breathe life into it. I've got one more for you guys, and then we're going to turn it over to you all. Uh, Susan, uh, we in this room are in presence uh, of, a, of a double Disney princess, uh, the original Broadway Belle, as well as Megara. <laughs> you've, uh, you've had, you have had uh, this kind of explosive, huge fandom of fans who followed work that you've done uh, along the lines of the, the fandom that's exploded around Steven Universe. And I wonder, as Steven Universe, you never know that something's going to be this big. Uh, as the popularity has exploded, as people have been coming out to these to these conventions, have have you have you imparted any advice to, for example, Zach, uh, for dealing with the the crowds and crowds of people that just oh my goodness. fall in love uh, with honestly, you? Honestly, it's it's the other way around. As a matter of fact, Zach is the one who is helping me um, <laughs> cope and deal and understand. He's the one who's like, I will hold your hand at your first Comic Con and <laughs> come on, because I never did it because. Um, this didn't exist when I started recording for Disney. There was nothing like this. There was no cosplay. There, there was no interweb. <laughs> 
it was that long ago, people, that only the government had the internet. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm new to this aspect of it. And what's great about I really hesitated um, becoming involved, but I love it for two reasons. Again, Didi and I were talking about this. But um, first of all, I love to hear from people that relate to the characters that we've been lucky enough to portray. And then here's what I really love. Five bells meet in the center of the Comic-Con. They are not saying, my bell's better than your bell. No, they're not. They're saying, oh, I love your wig, or oh my goodness, did you make your dress, or wow, those shoes are spectacular. They are supportive of one another. There's no competition here. It's really about love, and it's about expressing who you are, and you know what? You could be one person on Friday, and another person on Saturday, and another person on Sunday, and that's what Steven Universe is about, and that's Rebecca's genius. And so Straight it's up. exciting to be a part of this. I happen to think we need more kindness and support in our world today, and I feel like Comic-Cons are a microcosm of what I wish it all were like. Now for the real questions, you guys out there in the audience, a uh, couple bits of advice. Uh, they typically end in a question mark. We have heard stories uh, throughout the weekend. They've been lovely stories. They've been wonderful professions of love. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to ask their questions, so let's, let's do our best to keep a question mark at the end of it. I know that you're having trouble holding it together. I'm having trouble holding it together. I'm the one on stage with them, frankly. So let's start right over here. Hi. My What's your name? Samantha. Hello, Samantha. What do you got? Um, yes, Steven Universe is a show that touches people through music. Did you know when you started on this project, um, Miss Estelle, we know you have a musical background, but did you guys, the rest of you, know how much music was going to be in Steven Universe? Did they prepare you, Estelle? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I was just excited that somebody thought my voice sounded good coming out of a, a TV speaking, um, you know, in a cartoon kind of way, because I sound like this. <laughs> um, this is really my voice. So, you know, like, though, it was, it was just an honor to be involved in it, and then when the music part came, it was like, oh, well, I know how to do that. <laughs> I can do that part really well. So thank you for having me and stuff. Um, but no, just listening to, I think that Rebecca's a genius, personally. And the musical team are just brilliant. You know, to me, songwriting is just about getting the most intricate feeling across the simplest way, because we don't have time to decode stuff as humans. We're just too busy. So, you know, the way they write songs and the way they write for the world and for the cartoon and for the show, it's just like, how did you get this thing that I've been thinking about? And then there's times I feel like when I've gone to record and I listen to the song and I'm just like, can you get out of my house? This is, <laughs> this is how I felt this week. <laughs> you know, so I think they're brilliant. I think they're genius. I'm just, I think, uh, say, and y'all can say this. I think everybody agrees that they're, they, they are amazing at what they do with the music. Yeah. Woo! They, they're like legit. This song right. I guess they're, I, I mean, we had to sing the theme song for our uh, for our auditions, and um, I just assume like, oh, it's an animated show. All the songs will be like ditties, you know, like oh, it's a it's a jingle, it's a ditty. No, these are real songs. No. These are like albums changes. on vinyl, like. Oh, you know that little ditty? Uh, it's over, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a cute little ditty. That's silly little too. Yeah, it made me cry. Epic. <laughs> Seriously. Next, right over here. Hi. Um, I have a question because I know that you guys, like, this has opened up a whole bunch of doors for you, and this fandom is incredible, and everybody's so amazing, and I know that all of you have worked with some incredible people, but do you guys have a particular interesting interaction with voice actors, like, particularly, like, Tara Strong or Kevin Michael Richardson, that you, like, my personal favorites, that you guys um, remember and that you have a favorite of, or any actor from, like, film or television? Well, <laughs> sorry, I'm just out here talking for everyone. Let me tell you what happened the other day. Wait, have I, I heard this? I'm starstruck. I'm walking with my head down and my phone, right? And I'm just like, I go into the, to eat at the restaurant where I'm staying. And then like, as I look up, Billy D. Williams is walking out. Hello, what have Man, we here? listen, Mr. Lando Calrissian himself. Mr. Colt 45, 
and for those who really know, um, Diana Ross is guy. Mahogany, Mahogany. Lady right. Sings the Blues. Oh my goodness, I had a whole smooth conniption. <laughs> and I looked up at the, at the ladies and the hostesses and we were just went like this at the same time. <gasps> and we just stood there for like 30 seconds going, that's Billy D. Williams. And he was just like, all right, thank you. It was a whole feeling, sorry. So I had texted everyone I knew, like, yeah, Mr. Colt 45, it was just here, like. It's amazing, fab. And I'm never starstruck. It's just like, oh, that's cool. We do great things, this is really cool. But that, it's hella cool. Somebody was like, uh, oh yeah, Lando Calrissian to the con. I was like, Donald Glover's here. <laughs> <laughs> then I felt dumb. You know, Susan, like how you mentioned there's um, a really beautiful sense of community in, in, at these cons. I would say it's also among voiceover actors, and especially yeah. here, I find that, I, I mean, like last night, Fred Tascatori, is that how Tatashore. you Tatashore. Tatashore. Tatashore? I've been practicing. I have to talk to him tomorrow afternoon. Tatashore. Tatashore. I wanted to be like, that's good. No, Tatashore. I mean, he was, he unloaded so much advice last night uh, at dinner. I feel like everybody here is just trying to throw each other a bone and, and help each other out. It's really, it's really nice. We're like a, a roving band of jesters who do these crazy voices. <laughs> We're like always making jokes and funny voices and it's, 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 a, good, it's a good group of people to hang out with. Um, Jess Harnell has always been a big oh, influence yeah. on me. <laughs> Jess was opposite me for my very first voiceover session ever at 11 years old for a show called Adventures in Odyssey. Aww. See, there's always like two woos for that one in the audience. Um, and he, he was playing this like crazy librarian character um, that just had this really exaggerated British, British accent and was very, um, very eccentric sounding and it was just really funny. And um, we started running into each other all over the place as I, I grew up and started doing more. We did Sophia the First together. Um, as regs, and then he was in Mr. Peabody and Sherman with me, and we ran into each other there. Um, and then, you know, we started doing conventions together a lot, and he's always just been, he calls himself my, my voiceover uncle. And uh, I remember distinctly one time, we were at like a lunch to celebrate the wrap of the, uh, the first season of Sophia the First, and um, he was like, now, now Zach, you're getting older. Um, I need to give you some, some serious financial advice. And just starts like telling me, okay, you save this amount of your money. Yeah, you need to you know, only spend this amount of it on your first house and save this and then do this. And um, it, I mean, it, it worked because I, I didn't blow all my money. Um, yeah. I didn't want to disappoint him because that would be the worst moment of my life. Jess is, Jess is good people. Okay, when you met Jess though, were you shocked? Do you guys know what Jess looks like? Is he like the coolest cat you have ever seen? So I did, I did a, an animated thing with Jess and he walked in and it, first of all, it was, a, it was like a master class because he was doing 20 different voices in this cartoon and he just did them all at once, like in a booth. And I was, he was amazing. But then he's got his, like, his cowboy hat on, his like, long hair. He looks he's like he enters a room to a rock and roll riff. Seriously, yeah. He is a rock, I mean, he's he in a, a, rock a rock band. Um, and the rhinestones and the hair, yeah, it's, it's, it's his thing. How have I never seen this guy? Oh my gosh, I know great. his name. Oh, trust me, you'll know, know when you've seen him. I will introduce you to Jess. He's, he's a light in this world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, going off what you said, I, one of my first VO sessions after that, I, I got to do an episode of Scooby-Doo and watch Frank Welker do Scooby and Fred in the same scene. Um, and I have not been able to work with him since, but I'm so glad that I, I had that one experience because he, he really is the king. Like, you know... There's a lot of people that are in that upper echelon, but Frank Welker is just Frank Welker. Yeah. And it, it was so impressive to hear these like two voices that have been my childhood and pretty much everyone's in this room, I think, over the past 50 years. And then just switching between them like nobody's business is amazing. Go for it. Um, hello. Um, oh, wow, I'm nervous. Um, on the, the end, Rose Court's person, I can't remember your name, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So, whenever you found out the big rose yes. court secret, like, how did you react to it? Like, I felt like Cartoon Network should pay for my therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm still working through it. 
But also, we recorded that about 10 months ago, and I have had to be quiet for a long time, and that was really hard. And then I sent out a Happy Mother's Day tweet. <laughs> like with all the gems around Steve, as one does, Steven, and saying, you know, thank you to all kinds of mothers, all you mothers out there, all different kinds of mothers. You might be a boy mother, you might be any kind of mother because it takes a village to raise a child. And a lot of people were like, oh, happy Mother's Day, Susan. And some people were like, you are the worst mother in the world. You guys be nice. This is awkward. <laughs> be like, slow down. But I will say this. I will say this, recording the scene with Dee Dee is one of the highlights of my voiceover career. She's brilliant and it was really moving and we read the script and I had to cry in the green room and then I had to recover and then we recorded it. It was awesome. How long cry? ago did you know? Because I, I only found out in the, like, the months leading up to us recording that Would episode. Would you like to know when I found out? The day before we were recording when they emailed me the script. Oh. Word. Word. <laughs> so. So, uh, so how well did you sleep that night, Susan? I just, like, it's this weird thing. And also, again, because I'm not privy to all the scripts leading up to that. Like, I had seen what had aired at that point, but, um, but I mean, there's probably 20, 30 scripts I hadn't seen leading up to it. So I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't know what Dee Dee knew. I didn't, you know, Rose is in her own world anyway, so I guess that's okay. What? What did she say? What? I missed, I missed something. So. <laughs> She's very carefully not doing? saying something. Uh, are you guys okay? Yeah. No. I'm not sure that any of us are okay, honestly. How many people fell off their couch? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay, how great was Michaela at the end? Oh, oh, you gotta do it. You gotta do what? it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much. Deep right breath, y'all. Deep breath. Hi. Now that we've had a moment to collect ourselves. Okay. I was wondering which episode did you guys have the most fun working on? Most fun working on individual episodes. Uncle Grandpa was pretty fun. It was fun. <laughs> that, yeah, that was like top three for me, for sure. Um, because it's about the room, and the cast, you know, from Uncle Grandpa was in the room, and it's all about feeling everybody's vibe, and, and yeah, bouncing Eric, off. Eric Bowser and oh Kevin Michael Richardson are, like, two of the greats right now so working in BO, and they, they just got banter for days. Yeah. Um, and it was, there was three of us, those two, and then Pete Brownguard, who created Uncle Grandpa, and it was a full house, which we almost never have. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. a blast. And we, we knew it wasn't canon going into it. Um, so we were, we were able a lot to of fun. have, you know, go crazy with it and really, like, do things that we wouldn't normally do with our characters. Steven and the Stevens is another one for me. Um, I guess I have a dash of narcissism. I really like doing scenes with myself. <laughs> <laughs> and songs with myself. And fights with myself. <laughs> I mean, the cop-out answer is, like, any ep that involves the most amount of people who are in LA at the time so they can come into the booth, you yeah. know? So it's, I feel like it's always a mini family reunion when we see people and I would say to some degree our relationships off screen are sort of analogous to our relationships on screen. We get, mm -hmm. I mean, Susan, we don't get to see you that often so when you come in it's like a real treat. Yeah. Like Susan. And then, you know, everybody yeah. kind of is their characters. I think you can see that. It's not yeah. like we're really <laughs> acting. And so when Dee Dee will say a line perfectly, okay, and then she'll go, was that okay? Is that, is that what you wanted? <laughs> and we're like, yes, yes, it's perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> That's very sweet of you to say. Um, it's, it's funny. We've recorded together. Even though, you know, Steven and Rose aren't exactly on speaking terms. <laughs> I, I've never recorded with Tom Sharpling, who plays Greg. Yeah, I think you guys have once, right? No, it's my biggest wish. He did come to L.A. for a record, and I just so happened to be out of town. And um, he, we, he hit me up on Twitter the other day about something, and I was like, hey, can we start a petition to like, make this happen ASAP? Um, 
Yeah, it's. I have had people tell me like, yeah, you, like the relationship with your dad is great. Like you guys have so much chemistry. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, we have met. We have met at Comic Con before, and he's he's great. And best show is hysterical. Um, but yeah, that's that's like a wish list thing that well, has. Obviously, we need to get father and son out to MegaCon next year. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Spam them you him on want Twitter. him, and he occasionally replies to tweets. You know, let him know. Let him know you want him to come out to conventions. I don't know if he wants to, but he has to listen to the audience, right? Right. We're going to go right over here. Mystery girl. Oh, hi. Hello, Hello. there. So enigmatic. I just got my cellular phone, so I'm so sorry. I, You'll have to give me a call sometime. I haven't been able to. Uh, Pearl got a speeding ticket to see you. Steven! She'll get more than that when she sees me. This is a question from the Steven Universe subreddit. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Yikes. <laughs> Uh-oh, we're going to the there. Reddit territory. Children earmuffs. They wanted to know, what is your favorite bonding moment between the different characters? Uh, that, that time that... We went to the kindergarten. You know, yeah, that, that moment, moment. When we had that a moment. moment. Do you remember that time? I remember that time. No. Wait. <laughs> my, my favorite moment did not involve Amethyst. It was your, well, by the way, your work in the pool hopping episode was so oh my incredible. Goodness. Right, oh. you guys? A stone that episode. But that moment that you and Steven and the one-eyed cat had in the rain, I can't. Does someone have a tissue? I was really happy when I got that storyboard. It was super cute. Yeah, I yeah like I'd say that's, that's pretty high on my list for bonding moments. such a great episode. I like it when they let Garner be nice Yeah. Steven. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because like, so Rebecca, they will have me in there doing the strong Garner, and they'll be like, so nicer. No, nicer. <laughs> nicer. And then I hear like, yes, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> it's the weirdest like up, look, up, down transition in my brain. It's, uh, it's weird. It's, it's lovely. It turns out good, it, I think. It, it, it turned out really good. You showed a very um, full range, I think, of emotion yeah. in that app. Yeah. But it's when you're recording it, you know, like they really have you like, go hard, go soft, be nice, be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I think my only bonding moment that tops that is... Um, the beautiful relationship-forming moment between Onion and Steven, an Onion friend. Y'all know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> that episode, oh my lord. I mean, all the Onion, th if it has Onion in the title, you know some really messed up stuff is about to happen. There's but that, that one went, went f I'm not gonna say too far, I went far. There's nothing more heartfelt than pulling a rodent out of your mouth, you know, and presenting it to your friend. Don't do that at home. <laughs> the voice of Onion, everyone. I, I'm biased. That's the, my, my work as Onion, is, is, that's really my, my artistic passion. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you know, Steven's, Steven's a day job. Onion Steven's and, fine. Uh, Steven's good. But Onion, that's where the passion is. Yeah, you know, my, my other characters, Pumpkin I, I and, and the Watermelons, those, those are like, you know, I have to really dig deep for that stuff. Speaking of bonding moments. <laughs> Thank you. Next, right over here. Oh, Onion should join the Crying Breakfast Friends. He's literally Onion. food, so yeah. Onions, layers, layers. Wait, I, are onions like an acceptable breakfast food? Well, no, but no. he makes you cry. In some cultures, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Okay, my question is for Zach. What is your favorite song from the series, either you have sung or by another cast member? Uh, my favorite song that I have sung that's released is Both of You. Um, my favorite song that I've sung has not been released. Um, Ooh. My favorite Wah. song from the show, period, is It's Over. Yeah. Faux show. Sure. Okay. And, and then this is a question for the cast as a whole. How do you reflect on the episode of Single Pale Rose, and do you deem it to be a major turning point in the series? 
She got like two questions. Is this just happening? Right Look, now? she just went. She just went for it. I admire the audacity. I say we go with it. Well, <laughs> Zach. Um, there was a lot of trauma after that episode around the fandom. Um, I was just really hyped about it. I. I'd, I'd sort of known about it for maybe three or four months before we actually did the record because Rebecca and I had just gone on a tangent conversation and I was just really excited to, to get it out there and then once we recorded I was like, oh, I have to wait another year. Yeah. Um, but anytime something like that happens, the, the Garnet reveal of her being, you know, two people, I don't know if you guys know that, that's, <laughs> that's a little detail. Um, but anything like that when it comes out, it really, uh, it really gets me excited and, and, and hyped and I like making memes about it on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Now, I've got a little bit of bad news. We've got about five minutes left. If you think we can rapid fire through a few of these questions, I think we can get through some more folks. There was no way that we were going to get through everybody because, good God, like the lines were going back to the back of the room. But do you guys think that we can, we can, uh, we can, we can blast through these questions? We'll be try to get through everybody? Do you think we can do it? Yeah. All right. We can do this. We can Let's do go it. right here. Well, Susan Egan, you are absolutely one of the best bells ever to be in Beauty and the Beast, ever. So my question to the cast is, now that you are with a Broadway star, if you could actually be in a Broadway production, which one and what character would you want to play? Well, you guys do know that Dee Dee has starred on Broadway. She was in right, Wicked right. and Miss Saigon on Broadway, yeah. so she's big old. She is. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> you took my answer. I'm sorry. I, I went. What's your name? <laughs> I went to see it in L.A. and um, I hadn't listened to the soundtrack. I just went in blind, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Lin Manuel like stole the kind of music I want to do." Oh boy. He stole it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, sometimes that happens. This this guy though, he is a wonderful musician. Mm. Thank you. No, seriously, have you heard his stuff? Thank you. You guys, proud mom, right I'm here. I'm doing this like rap rock musical theater thing. Check it out on Spotify. I got an album coming out. All right, so I think we're going over here. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Um, I was wondering if any of you had any uh, funny or interesting stories from recording or going to conventions. This is a good opportunity to trash talk anyone who's not here. <laughs> <laughs> or not. They want the dirt. That's what they want is dirt. You know, we really like each other, and it's been a wonderful time, and yep. spread love. Boom, no drama. That's, a, that's as good of an answer as you could hope for. Right over here. I think we got time for maybe two more real quick ones. Hi, so um, coming from one of the pre previous questions, um, where do you think Steven Universe is gonna come from here? Where? Where? Oh, that's a spoiler. Just uh, you. Like without any spoilers. <laughs> that's a spoiler. If you can, that is. I'm excited to know. Will you tell me when we find out? Because yes. I, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I left the show after that episode, so I don't. <laughs> he will now that's, now that is going to make it onto Reddit, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I had to leave. You know, personal reasons. Uh, but I thought you were still doing Onion. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. no, like I said, yeah. artistic oh! passion. Thank God. If the show loses Onion, it loses its emotional center. Right over we here. We actually we're having Shelby do the voice of Steven from here on out. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Hi. Um, when you guys first started the show, did you think this fan base would get so big and so supportive? No, but what a wonderful surprise. Mm. We love you guys. You dream about this kind of support. Michaela, what did you just oh, say? Oh, no, I said you dream about this kind of support, but you, you can't ever expect it. And so to have it um, is, is, yeah, really a blessing. So thank you. Now they're telling me we've got time for one more. Right. And it's going to be great because this is an incredible costume. All right, yes, Garnet. Come on, What do you got Garnet. for us, Garnet? Yes. Yes. Okay, um, for, to speak for everyone in the universe, knee slapper, um, Congratulations and thank you all for being you guys and for like being such an inspiration for the entire world and everyone. So I want to ask you guys, what inspires you? Rebecca Sugar. Rebecca Sugar. Seriously, like she she inspires me to to be incredibly attentive to detail and um, when it comes to my own creative work and also to be and you know be humble. Um, no matter what you're working on, no matter what you're doing. 
And also um, be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, be yourself. Embrace it. I'm inspired by uh, fellow castmates and, and the crewniverse. I think, you know, so certainly we have Steven Universe, but then like Estelle, you have a, do you have something coming out soon? I do. I have music coming soon. I have you a new know, album coming, stuff like that. <laughs> but then also, like, you know, uh, Michaela's brilliant, Dee Dee's brilliant, um, Steven's, but no, I'm joking. <laughs> Zach's what's your name brilliant. again? Hey, man, what's your name? <laughs> and Susan's brilliant. Everybody here is so, this is my first um, animation ever, and I'm standing alongside these guys. So I'm inspired by them. I get to do this, you know, like in between music <laughs> kind of thing you know but it's also like a it's kind of come parallel to like my music career to me it's it's just as important and i get to do it with you guys and it's to me it's like holy crap like yeah. you know they're great you know who who else how else and who else would i want to do it with so they're inspiring to me as well as rebecca and the crew universe and you guys you guys are all creating like hustlers So one more little little administrative thing. Uh, Susan, you're going to be at this uh, Twisted Tunes yes, so reading. Yes, we're doing Twisted Tunes at 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock, it's right here in the same room. Right here. It's a bunch of voiceover artists doing all the characters we're known for, as well as impersonations of famous people, reading a script, and today's script is Back to the Future. So we did if it you want to see Rose Quartz as Marty McFly, you just Aww. might. So. <laughs> So the other couple little things, again, please, uh, as you're exiting the room, you'll be exiting to the left. And I have one last tiny, tiny little thing for each of you. People have asked, uh, you know, your favorite character on the show, uh, favorite character other than yourself, somebody like Onion, somebody, you know, maybe, maybe a deep cut character, uh, somebody that pops up once in, in, in a while, if any of you have, have oh. one of those. Oh. Uh, no, not once in a while. Well, Paradox. Yeah. The most sarcastic. I love her. Greg and Ronaldo. I love Mason Sadie, but Steven, I mean, come on, it's Steven. Buck Dewey. Connie. Yeah. Now, can you guys help me raise the roof one last time for the cast of Steven Universe, please? And they're yourselves. For the weekend, make sure you go and see them at their tables. Come see us. Come We're going to take us. a photo. Come oh, yeah. see us wanna, at the tables, okay, do, you guys? Do you want to get a photo of the crowd? I would crowd? love to get a photo of Can we get house lights, beautiful please? People. House lights, please. Oh, Look at this. Right. Look at this gang. Look at everybody. Yeah. Standing room only. Let's take a wealthy. You know, a selfie, but a wee, wee, wee <laughs> How are we gonna, a what? Thank you. Oh, can we do this? Make sure to go see them down in the exhibit hall. They're here the rest of the weekend, and they are the kindest, gentlest, most lovely people I have ever had a chance to talk to.
Again, again ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to clear the room for our next session. So unless you have a VIP pass, you must make your way to one of the, the, the exits to the far side, please. Use all doors, but you must exit. 